Welcome to Trauma Queen, where we normalize talking about some pretty hard shit. I'm Jiminika Eborn, your certified trauma queen. I've been working with survivors of assault for over a decade. This season, we'll be talking about black femmes. We will discuss how we, as black femmes, experience the world differently, both in our interpersonal relationships and the everyday trauma of being a black femme in today's society. Like always, the focus will be on our journey to healing and finding support. In each episode, I'll give three new resources directly related to the topics we cover. For years, I've seen survivors portrayed without their voices never being really heard. This changes now. Let's heal together. Hey y'all, we may be talking about some things that may bring up some feelings for you. And if that's you, that's totally okay. We're talking about a lot of intense emotions. So if this is affecting you, please take some time for yourself. Maybe you can come back. Maybe you have to skip an episode and that's okay. Come back when you can and we'll be here for you. Before we get started, I'd like to shout out our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a platform that connects you with a personal online therapist. They have hundreds of licensed therapists and can connect you with one within 24 hours. Cognitive therapy has been proven to be the leading most effective treatment for PTSD, anxiety, and childhood trauma. I always recommend first seeking an in-person therapist, especially for crisis situations, but online therapy is also a fantastic option, especially if you live in an area where you don't have access to a therapist with the black experience, the queer experience, or they're just too expensive. With BetterHelp, you can filter to find exactly what kind of therapist you'd like. And if it doesn't feel right with the first person, you can match with a new counselor within 24 hours. You can video chat, talk on the phone, do an app messaging, and it's available for desktop or mobile. Go to betterhelp.com queen. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Q-U-E-E-N to find your personal counselor for as low as $35 a week. Oh my gosh, guess what? Um, We're going to do something different on this episode. I'm actually not going to be leading this conversation. I have a magical human in front of me, um, Daddy, um, who's going to be leading this conversation. So can you give us your name and your pronouns and then it's all up to you, boo. I mean, you said it. What's up? It's your girl, Amber. Amber's Closet. And you know, and you can call me she, her, or daddy's what I prefer. You know what I mean? Here we are. <laughs> yeah, so Amber's going to be asking me these questions. And again, I am Jiminika, and my pronouns are she and her. And I'm just going to answer questions now. Yes. Okay, here we go. All right. So I want to start out by asking you, what does being a black femme mean to you? It means I'm tired. Um, being a black femme means to me that there is a lot of power within everything that I do and that people are scared of it and will will always or have been my entire 31 years on this earth tried to stop me from doing the things I need to do Um, but also being a black femme just means history like there's so much history that people don't talk about, that they're like, oh, well, so-and-so invented this. I'm like, actually, that was a black lady. Yeah. Like, there's so much that without black femmes wouldn't exist in this world. And so I am so blessed and thankful to be black and be a black femme. Yes. Okay, well, let's educate the people real quick. Describe what a black femme is. What does that mean to you? Uh, What's the definition? I mean, I guess identifying 
I guess femme can be identified in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Black is, oh. <laughs> but I think black is more than just a skin color, right? Like we are all different shades of brown, but I think black is the trauma that we carry within our bodies and the history and like looking back to our people being brought over on boats to clean up people's mess that we've still been doing fucking continued. What is it? January 27th, 2019 mm-hmm. continued. Um, and being femme to me just means so many things, but if the word that comes to me is like grace, like we gracefully just float through the world and handle everything. Like mm-hmm. we gracefully just deal with situations and it's just like to put those together. It's just like a power that's unstoppable. Yes. I love it. Thank you. So tell us why your story and your perspective need to be heard. Um, I don't know. I feel like this, oh, this is how the other guests feel when I ask this question. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, honestly, I feel like that people that look like me don't get enough places to speak. Being black, Mm -hmm. being a woman, being queer, and being polyamorous. Like, I feel like they're like, what, bitch, aren't these all half of those things are for white people? Yeah. So... (laughs) So being able to sit here and be like, actually, they're for everybody. I think that's why. And also, I just do this all the time and ask people the questions. Like, it's my work. Do you, do you feel like you're a walking stereotype breaker? Oh. Oh, shit. Hold on. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're doing this. That's why I got you, boo. I mean, that's how I feel <laughs> in my life. So I feel like everybody that kind of we're, we're, we fit in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, we're obviously very different in yeah. everything that you describe, but then we are very different and then we can adapt to certain situations. So we find ourselves in places where they say that, oh, this is for this person or this person, not you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely think so. Like in the sex ed world, there are few, there's people talking about trauma, but there's no one that is, that looks like me that is just talking about trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like, I left all my fucks when I turned to like 26. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, no, this is it. Like, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, this is it. Like, we can have a discussion, but once you raise your voice, I'm done. Like, you're not, at that point, you're not listening to me. At all. Right. No, you're just trying to get louder because you don't want to hear what I'm saying. So do I feel like I'm, yeah. I think in ways, I think it's hard to sit here and like say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, But also I think that's like, a black femme in me being like, I should always be a little more quieter with the way I move. No. I know it's not. Yeah. But it's like the struggles and just like personal, like most people don't know what I do and then they get mad at me like, you did what and did what? And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I did a little thing. You better be unapologetic and educate and break stereotypes. I'm trying. I'm trying. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we, because we need it. Okay, so when did you start to realize that being a black femme made you stand out or was different? Uh, when I was young, when I got boobs. Uh, <laughs> it literally, like, that's when I had to start covering up. That's when I noticed that I had big lips bigger than everyone else's because it kept being brought up to me. Or that I was darker than a lot of people in my school. Um, or that I just had titties. And they were just like... Oh, you and then people just older people, predominantly cis het men, which I was like, you were fucking disgusting. Like you were somebody's whole daddy. Why are you trying to look at me? Mm-hmm. Like that's when I started to realize like 
it will never be the same. But that's also when I started to become really self-conscious about my body in general because everyone brought so much unwanted attention. So they brought attention and my clothes got bigger. Mm -hmm. So how did you deal with those feelings? Um, when you were younger, did you have someone to talk to or just, just keep them inside? Um, I was a journaler. I, used to, I have like a whole poetry book that I wrote. Mm-hmm. So I would like journal and just write like poems. I also listened to a lot of angry emo music. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be like, oh, you get it. Like I remember yeah. <laughs> how you getting it out. I remember like blasting Lincoln part and Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. It was a time. Oh, oof, and Nirvana. Biscuit. I was out here. Yeah. I was just, just was playing my loud yeah, ass yeah. music. My mom, turn that shit down. You don't get it. I need it. <laughs> I need it to live. This. Yes. <laughs> this is how I'm letting it out. Like. I mean, and it came through later in like an eating disorder mm-hmm. or like drinking too much. Yeah. So there's levels to how it still continued to like, am I done going through those feelings? Will I ever be is actually the real question. Real question. Yeah. Well, what would you say to somebody that's going through that right now? Say a little kid, seventh grade, blossom before everyone else and feeling this way, but don't have doesn't she doesn't have anyone to talk to. You probably don't want to hear what I'm about to say because you think no one understands you. Tell her. But like that, I mean, that's a start. Like, look, I know you know everything because middle schoolers think they know everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, th- I know you think you know everything, but like, and it's going to be hard and you're going to have terrible days and like, you're going to want to not go to school and you're going to probably want to punch people. I mean, mm-hmm. don't unless they really try you. I don't know. I don't promote violence, but you know, run up, get done up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but like. It's going to get easier if you look within yourself. Like, if I were to look at seventh grade me with braces and, like, mm-hmm. being one of the only black girls, mm-hmm. to look at 31-year-old Jiminy, God, I'd be like, bitch, how did we do this? How did we get here? How did we get here? And it's time and patience mm-hmm. um, and having good support systems. Yeah. Yeah. Having good friends. Because in middle school, people kind of shady. Yeah. Ugh. I was going to say, you had those? You were blessed with that? Yeah. I still have my best friend. Wow. For first day of seventh grade. Yeah. I just saw her. We yeah. I have one from together. first grade still. Yeah. Besides that. Like, but she was getting picked on too. We were both getting picked on. So we were just in it together. Yeah. Yeah. If you could have somebody that you're struggling with. Yeah. I know. Be like, I hate them. Me too. <laughs> yep. That's how friendships bloom though. That's true. A commonality. Yeah. So find someone that has a commonality with you. Exactly. All right. So how is it not only identifying as a black femme, but also as a queer woman? And that's polyamorous. It's hard. Um, Dating is hard. And I think I've said this a few times. I am now on strike from dating white men. I thought that was your thing. Well, I'm on a hiatus. (laughs) I'm on on a hiatus because um, some people in my life have pointed out that these type of individuals don't understand nor deserve this blessing. Hello? Yep. (laughs) So, some people um, have told me that it is time to take a break. But it's true. Like, I I, I need someone that understands. And and it's not like I don't have partners that are white, but they have done their work and continue to do their work. Like, finding new people, look, 
the, the what was I saying? The auditioning is not happening right now. Mm-hmm. We are no, no longer taking applications. Right. They're on the break. casting call has been closed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I think it's hard, right? Like, because again, these are white things. Like, being polyamorous, people are like, are you sure? Like, I've had people, like, I've used to, like, mess with, and they'd be like, oh, you still doing that polyamory thing? Ain't that some white people shit? And I'm like, wow. No, it's just here. But also, like, being queer, I think, is hard. Like, trying to find community, like, being black. Like, and it's, like, once you find your people, you like, so we gonna stay together forever. <laughs> this is it. We are now best friends. For real. We gonna do stuff together. I think you, you've been talking about, like, getting new friends and like tightening your shit so you like this is it yeah that's it it's needed i got it. whoever's in here when this circle started closing <laughs> you're in here the doors are closed yeah. <laughs> but like also like fetishization is yeah. real oh yeah in all of these spaces like i don't go to weho no more i just for me it i've seen a lot of unsafe things mm-hmm. and uh, i think just being trying to date and going outside again because i work in trauma mm-hmm. that i see so many scary things and like help people process it and i'm like i helped you not staying at home because i'm not trying to be out here yeah so it's scary out so i think being a black femme is like carrying all of this every day and mm-hmm. like putting my own stuff aside to help other people mm-hmm. and then still not dealing my own shit that's why i go to therapy this is why i go to therapy and found a black woman therapist Mm -hmm. that would get all the things don't have to keep repeating definition time y'all therapy therapy also called psychotherapy or counseling is the process of meeting with a therapist to resolve problematic behaviors beliefs feelings relationship issues and somatic responses also known as sensations in the body Beginning therapy can be a big step toward being the healthiest version of yourself and living the best life possible, no matter what challenges you may be facing. Through therapy, you can change self-destructive behaviors and habits, resolve painful feelings, improve your relationships, and more. (laughs) This is why I go to therapy and found a black woman therapist Mm -hmm. that would get all the things so I don't have to keep repeating. Yeah, Or like code switching. I'll untap that. Yeah. But you don't want to go WeHo at all. Listen, I understand because I get Amber go. This like Amber is the turn up mom. No turn up dad. Turn up. I'll go and support. But I personally am trying to create create more spaces for us to be able to go to that's not just club, so we can avoid that type of Mm -hmm. interaction or behavior. I want to do like why don't we have a lounge where we can go to all day and just hang out and feel like respected or just comfortable in that environment so we have some work to do like la has a huge and like community but we can't just go chill take you know go somewhere and with the date well we're gonna fix that so i just wanted to tell you you know what i'm saying it's coming yeah it's coming amber said it's coming y'all mm-hmm. um so with all that being said with everything that we were just talking about were you able to ever take a stand for yourself oh yeah i think the first time i really was able to do it was when I was 26 and I realized that shit wasn't going well. Um, and that's when I realized like I was holding on to so much trauma and stuff that I had never talked about because I was drowning in alcohol mm. to the point where I was just carrying a bar in my trunk. Like I was like, oh, y'all ready? I'm ready too. I got cups. I got mixers. What kind of drink you want? I just ain't got ice. Mm-hmm. That's literally every, I was turning up every day. And then I started doing like spiritual growth and looking within and processing that way. At the same time? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. That's well. That's when I stopped doing that okay. part. <laughs> he was like, "Whoa, it's a lot." No, <laughs> yeah. no. That's and then I stopped hanging out with so many people, and I just cut them off. Mm-hmm. But really, was two December's ago. I was out in San Diego for my best friend, one of my best friend's birthdays, and some guy came up and like tapped me on the ass three times real fast, <sighs> and I said, "Boop." And I don't know, I blacked out and I turned around and I gave him a full, it was a good solid five minute lecture about consent and boundaries. And then I was like, came back and he was just standing there with his mouth open. And I was like, and that's it. And I turned around and I was like, oh God. But I felt amazing. I mean, he later tried to steal my friend's purse, but. Oh wow. Yeah, it's crazy. But he did say and listen. Yeah, I think because I startled him so bad. Because in my mind was like, you can't do this to other people. Mm -hmm. And maybe if I fuck you up mentally that bad and so aggressively that you won't harm another person. Because that's sexual assault. Yeah. And sometimes people haven't, nobody's stood up and told them. Yeah. Also, I could tell you nobody ever said that. Obviously, if you stood there with his mouth open. And his friends. It was like a triangle of stupid men. Just. Wow. Yeah. I hope they heard you. Me too. Mm -hmm. Well, they did try to steal, so I don't know. So you were talking about the alcohol getting to the spirituality. So what happened with the spirituality? It's continued. It's continued. I learned how to meditate. I learned more about like my chakras and like my energy just in general. Mm -hmm. I learned that I have some gifts of like super really intense intuition and like utilizing that for good Mm -hmm. instead of just messing with people. Because I'm a Gemini, you know, I like people sometimes. Um, But like utilizing it to like help other people. And like sense like what's going on. So it's like the transition of like using my my powers for good instead of evil. Yep. Yeah. I heard that. I'm trying. Yeah. So did your friendships or relationships ever change because you were starting to become louder and claiming the status that you felt like you deserved? Yes. Yeah, I lost, let me rephrase that. Someone lost me, um, someone that I had been best friends with since I was like 12, because I became louder. And the louder I became and comfortable I became in my own, um, she became more nervous and combative and like went in like, you've had all this privilege and you got to go to college. And I was like, you gotta went to college too. You chose to have kids, that's your choice. And then like what really was the end of that is like, she had all these white supremacist friends that I didn't know about that jumped in this conversation, because it was on Facebook, jumped in this conversation and were like, I'm racist and what? And then she left the conversation. And I said, if this had been in real life, wow. you would have set me up for a dangerous situation. Right. And I will never forgive you for that. Ever. And I can't be friends with you. No, she needs to get her ass whooped. <laughs> Like, that's, you know, at some point, like, I'm not a woman of violence either. But like you said earlier, listen, that was... In our past lives, we've been different people. Yeah, that was not a cool situation. No. At all. And I don't think she, does she even realize that she left you hanging and that she should have been the one to defend you and tell you to leave the conversation? Um, two weeks later, she hit me up and was like, hey, how are you? And I was like, am I tripping? Wow. That was one thing, but also like coming out 
Because I I feel like I'm still newly coming out as queer and polyamorous, like within the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. But I come out loud. I came out and was like, I got three partners now. People was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> yes. whoa. And I was like, my bad. Here I am. <laughs> yep. Um, but I, I definitely lost a lot of people. Like they just stopped talking to me. Yeah. And just disappeared. And again, like I, I have to keep reminding myself that I didn't lose them. Right. They lost They me. lost you. Because I'm continuing to grow and be... And, like, meeting all these magical people that we can, like, connect and create. And, like you said, change things. Yeah. So but keyword, grow. Yeah. And the other keyword that I've heard from all these situations is they had some insecurities. Because if they have some insecurities deep inside to where they can't even open up and, like, or they're just, she's jealous of you because you're just able to live the life that mm-hmm. you want to live. You're just authentically you. And then if she can't handle that, which clearly she can't, you're just going to outgrow them and be like, sorry. I wish I could take you with me. But I got to leave you here so I can continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a common thing with just getting older, right? Yeah. Like the circles evolve. Like I definitely think I have multiple circles, yeah. but they're all doing something mm-hmm. like amazing that I'm like, oh, I get to be a part of this. <laughs> okay. Like when we had our manager meeting, I was yeah. like, this room is dope. This yep. is the best meeting I've ever been in. Yep. Just with a bunch of amazing humans in one room. I know. Just talking about our goals and manifesting things for life. It was beautiful. Beautiful. But what you're saying, everything that I'm talking about this year, everything's going to be evolve or repeat. Either you're going to repeat the same things and stay in the same circle and not grow, not stay stagnant, that. or you're going to be evolve from I don't situation. have time to be stagnant. Stagnant, make, the word makes me itch. Itch. Like, literally, <laughs> look, I started to itch. It's just gross. I hear it, and I'm like, ooh. Ooh. It sounds painful. It's uncomfortable. Sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. You're right. Let's pour some out for a stagnant <laughs> sad, you know. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> we release you. Yeah. All right. So, um, okay. So, do, so you talked about doing therapy. Did you seek out therapy? And it, was it during or after, like, everything that you were going through? Um, so, I was actually in school to be a therapist. So, I have, like, five classes and, like, 1,500 hours if I really want to be a therapist. Wow. Yeah, that's what I want to um, so while you're in therapy school, it's like being in therapy and it's the most like someone just holding a mirror in front of your face and be like, all right, let's talk about all the shit you did fucked up. And you're like, I don't what you like trying <laughs> to right. dodge it. <laughs> um, but I know like the work that I do, I needed something like I have a lot of friends that are therapists and I can like talk to them, but I needed someone that was um, non-biased. Yeah, non-biased. So mm-hmm. I got a therapist last year. And again, like I had to seek out someone that I didn't have to code switch, that wasn't going to question me, that wasn't going to like be confused when I said something. Mm-hmm. So I am, I'm, I be telling everybody, I, I told my therapist other day that she got a fan club. I was like, people love you, Betty. They be giving <laughs> shout outs. But like to find that, I the first time we sat down, I was like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't really have, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And I just sat there and like talked about like my relationships with the people that are so amazing. And I was just crying. And she was like, all right, so we're going to see each other every week <laughs> and then maybe we'll separate. So now we see each other like every two weeks. But it was after I kind of accepted that I needed help. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still learning to ask for help because as a black femme, my family taught me, figure it out on your own. Right. You can do this. And definitely don't ask any man for help. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know kind of suck it up right yeah don't show your emotions suck it up. like i remember i used to cry a lot i'm a very mm -hmm. emotional person that's the cancer in me um and they would be like why are you crying stop crying mm -hmm. and so i didn't cry for a long time and then i started having anxiety attacks and like all these things and i was like oh no like i was disconnected from my emotions so now that i'm reconnected i need i do need a new new i'm time i'm due for a cry session but like it's time <laughs> but like to be able to reconnect i think it makes me a better person for my work yeah yeah so would you say that you were like in a good place or that like when you started to seek out therapy where were you like mm -hmm. were you in a good place and that's why you felt like you can go to the therapy what would you recommend for someone because i know just talking to someone is good in general mm -hmm. but depending on where they are in their mind space or in their life i was in a scared place like I have only been doing like the focus of like sex ed and like specifically with the trauma because it's always been mental health for me mm -hmm. um, for like the last three years. But last year, like things started to like blossom. I was speaking at every conference and keynoting and getting these these gigs and stuff. And I was like, this is happening too fast. And I felt like I was drowning. I was like, first of all, this isn't real. It's all going to collapse. That's when I had to like seek out like I... Dan and I, manager Dan and I were talking. We tried to like celebrate our anniversary uh, of when we started working together, but we were off by like a whole ass year. <laughs> and uh, so that didn't work. But like asking for help from someone to be like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And like asking friends for like, I need help with this. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm not doing well. Like I was having days where I'd be like, I'm not getting out of bed. Mm -hmm. I got to do work, but I'll get to it. Mm -hmm. So I needed to, <laughs> I needed someone to release. Like talking to your friends is cool, yeah. but again, it's going to be a biased conversation. Yeah. So I needed someone I could just say things and she'd be like, okay, so you want, you want me to tell you now? And I'd be mm -hmm. like, no, great. So this is what <laughs> I think. Like I needed someone that was going to tell me and not listen to that no. Yeah. 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 Get to the deep root issue where things yeah, start. It's so and annoying. Just a bandaid over it's it. It's so annoying and I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's, Therapy's annoying. Yeah. It's great, it's great. I don't know. I, hearing from you and Dan, I'm excited to start it this week. Are you? Mm -hmm. Yay! <laughs> See, that makes my heart so happy. Yeah. Um, it's great, though. I yeah. think it's one of the best things I've done for myself in the past two years. I just hope I find a, a good person like you do. Like a good match. I mean, you can always break up with them. I know. You know, I'm, I'm learning how to break up real nicely. Uh -oh. Like, I'm, that's a skill uh -oh. I'm trying to, okay. you know what I'm saying? Hey, daddy like, is All right, you know what I'm saying? Well, this is what I needed. You're not helping me. You're not providing that for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm giving too much to this situation. <laughs> and I got to go. I deserve better. You know? Just it's, like that. It's true. Yeah. Okay, so have you had any financial struggles due to trauma? Yeah, like I'm not getting out of bed, not feeling like I can do the things. Um, like people presented opportunities and I was like, I don't think I can do that because the bigger fears of like being a failure have come up or like remembering of people's like comments beforehand, like you can't do that. Like, mm -hmm. who are you? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that haunted me for a very long time. So like missing out on gigs. Yeah. Um, missing out on believing that I could actually create a class and then sit down and be like, oh, I wrote a class in like an hour. And people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, it's, just, it's easy. But like remembering that is still very new. So we have definitely lost coins on doing things. Now I'm like, they said what? No, we're not accepting that. Chase them down. Try again. Let, you know what? Let me talk to them. Mm -hmm. that's, that's where I'm at now. Yeah. Which is also like due to having other people. This is what I tell people. 
the reason I'm able to be where I'm at right now is because I love myself, but also having people around me that seemingly love me and see me more than I see myself. Mm -hmm. Like if I didn't have people that was like, are you ready? Like my best friends would be like, you seem like you're going through it. Are you ready? And I'd be like, for what? For us to tell you all the good shit you've been doing. Mm -hmm. Like I need that reminder. Yeah. Because I feel like you and I, we both do so much mm -hmm. that sometimes people are like, you did this thing. You're like, which one? Yeah. I did. When? Oh, was yeah. it good? <laughs> it was cool. You liked it? Dope. And I forget that. Yeah. So I've definitely lost out. But now... But you I'm, didn't let it hold you back. Uh, some days. But not yeah. now. Yeah. I feel like there's still days where, like, I feel off. Mm. Or I'm, like, overwhelmed. Like, with, like this week is an overwhelming week mm -hmm. of just recording and having homework due and going to speak at a college and, like, having making sure everyone has got their sanity and stuff, like, checking in on family and friends. Like, yeah. it's a lot in a short time frame. I'm like, this month has been a long-ass year. So, like... Yeah, for real? People are like, it's a month. I said year. You yeah. heard what I said. It was a long year. <laughs> for real. So, how do you uh, differentiate between, like, oh, this is some time that I need for self-care so I can be 100% when I give my effort towards my craft. And, dang, I really need to push through because I need this check. Like, how do, you, how do you balance between that? When my body says, sit the fuck down. Right. I um I now listen. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter because if I can't function, I can't do the work. Mm -hmm. So I will lay down because I've had new body traumas that have appeared. Like, yeah, I've had, I've like nerve problems in my neck now that I'm like, where the hell did this come from? Mm -hmm. Or like tendonitis and carpal tunnel. And I'm like, what? I am 31. Why is my body doing all these things? So I have to listen to it. Yes. I have to take the medication the doctor has given me after I Google it and make sure it's not going to make me sick. For real? Because <laughs> they just give you anything. Um, I texted Dan earlier because <laughs> this doctor at my doctor's appointment today was trying to give me a, what do you call those things? Pneumonia. No, but a vaccine. a vaccine. And I was like, no, I'm okay. I'm cool. <laughs> she looked at me like, excuse me? I was like, I'm cool. I don't know what's in it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're not about to put some tracking device in me. Nope. <laughs> not today. Don't let nobody put no tracking device on you, y'all. Don't let it happen. It's true, though. Because doctors prescribe all kinds of things yeah. without asking if you have addiction in your family. Oh, yeah. Because that is a very relevant question that not enough doctors ask. Mm -hmm. Because that is something that is passed down. Right. I'm like, I'm. listen, I'm an easy pill taker. Yeah. Pfft. I have addiction <laughs> in my family. A little drink. We just heard a mama was an alky back in the day. I don't have time for these games. Like, mm -hmm. don't just give people stuff. So, like, I, I have my pain medicine. I'm like, do I really need to take it or not? Yeah. If I'm feeling like I can't do anymore, then I'll take it. Yeah. So, knowing that versus, like, pushing through, like, oh, I'm tired, but I'm not exhausted. Like, I can get stuff done. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll probably leave. Like, I left yesterday from recording and went home and was like, ooh, I can get two more hours of work done. Um, I can get two more hours of work done and that's fine. So it's like knowing what your body says and actually listening Did you to do it. it? That's what I was waiting yeah, here. No, oh, I did okay. the work. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, after I thought it was going to be like, but I sat on the couch. And... No, no, I did the work and then okay. I had a little Skype date and then, then I went to bed. Oh, so you dating long distance too. Okay. So no white babies, booze, and you're wow, including long distance. The call I mean, wow. I always have long distance with this beautiful couple. Oh, it's a couple. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> how do you 
Wow, your game. You know what? I'm going to say these questions for after. I don't really have game. That's a Listen, whole. We're my, like at. Like, let, That's a whole ass lie. My game is Both being mics. honest. It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> I it's can't a lie. a couple. Listen, we're we going to learn from each other after this, but we're, <laughs> y'all not ready. That's a different episode. You know what I'm saying? But let's, let's leave off with this. <laughs> so can you leave the people with some tips for healing and or surviving? Yeah. Um, I think healing looks different for everyone. And I think it's harder when you're trying to look at how like, like if I'm trying to look at how you've been healing and going through things, mm-hmm. I can like be like, oh, I can observe it. But also I need to acknowledge that that may not work for me. Right. So being patient with yourself, I think is really amazing. And I think this is definitely similar to what everyone else has said, finding community, mm-hmm. um, finding people that believe in you and that when they believe in you, it's not because they're trying to get something from you. So right. like actually believing you. Right. Um, listening to your body is so important when you're like, something feels weird. Like we're identifying like something feels weird. Is it in my chest? Is that, is it my breathing? Is my breathing off? Like, why am I breathing off? Like take a minute to sit down and check in with your body. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important for like everything. Drinking a lot of water, taking care of your body, like oh, internally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hear people like, you need to eat well and eat good. Like that looks different for everybody. Yeah, it does. Make sure you are, you know, feeding your body mm-hmm. and doing that. Take a walk. Go outside. Go outside. Yeah. I, which point. I need to do more of. Like, I used to go and walk around the lake. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to get back to doing my little three miles around the lake. But getting outside and doing something with my body, I think, is really needed and for ev- everyone. Because mm-hmm. we sit inside, we're on our goddamn phones all the day, texting, doing emails, like, Put your phone down. Mm-hmm. I promise you there's, like, other things out here right. that aren't just in your phone. So those, those are the things. I love it. That was great. It was beautiful. I just, at the whole time I wanted to do this, so I get to do it right now. Because you just go ahead and That's prove. a good snap. That's Thank good. you. You know, I got two. Yeah, I can do it with the left. You know what I mean? And the right. You know what I mean? I'm good with both hands, ladies. Oh, I'm good with see, both hands. See? Always trying to daddy it at the end. My bad. Well, this was a good stuff. This was, let's keep it, um... Uh, what cute. A motiv- motivation cute. and inspirational that's what we're doing today we did yeah. it yeah yay thank you for having me thank you for letting me interview you and thank you for teaching me and blessing oh. all of us thank you for coming in i know you be out here you be out here i hung out with you the other day and i was like wait you went home and you went to two more parties okay no yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah out here <laughs> yes thank y'all for listening and for uh just showing up and listening to some black femmes talking about some things. Who's a femme? Me. Oh, okay. You said femmes up. Well, the other people on the show. Oh, okay. It's not all about you. Okay. Damn. Can we just include me? Yeah. Femmes and? Femmes and? Dyke Daddy. Dyke, okay. And yep. Dyke Daddy. Yep. And as promised, we have three magical resources just for you. First up, Dear Black Women Project. Dear Black Women Project is a group that has a text service called DBW Affirms. It's free and you get daily affirmation texts from them. I just signed up and I love it. I'm just telling you, sign up. Um, And second, we have an organization called Black Girls Smile. Black Girls Smile's vision is a society that focuses on ensuring all young African-American females receive the resources and support necessary to lead mentally healthy lives. Check them out at blackgirlsmiles.org. And last but not least, the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. It's a weekly conversation with Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, 
about all the things mental health, personal development, and it's the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Therapy for Black Girls is also an online space dedicated to encouraging the mental wellness of Black women and girls. I'm so excited to announce we have a store. I've created a meditative coloring book filled with journal prompts, affirmations, and gorgeous illustrations for you to color. We have brand new Trauma Queen socks with cute little tiny crowns all over to remind you that you are a queen. And we have two kinds of tea, one focused on stress relief and one that's for healing that heart of yours. The tea bags come with little affirmations, so as you steep your tea, you set your intention. Everything will be available on my website, www.traumaqueen.love. That's www.traumaqueen.love. Thank you so much for listening. This season has been so special to record. And of course, I have to shout out all the people who made this possible. You can find us all on Instagram. Podcast artwork by Zoe Loves, Z-O-I-E-L-O-V-E-S, recorded and engineered by Bapari, B-A-P-A-R-I, produced by Boy God King, B-O-Y-G-O-D-K-I-N-G, and me, I'm your host, Jiminika, J-I-M-A-N-E-K-I-A. Support for this podcast made possible by our sponsor, BetterHelp, and people like you. If you'd like to contribute to supporting this work, you can do so by clicking the link in the podcast description. You can donate as little as 99 cents per month to keep us going strong. Every penny you send goes right back into making this resource accessible to the people who need it most. Thank you for listening and happy healing.